Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new season of Fake TV Critic, a podcast where I discuss the week's biggest TV news headlines, recap and analyze some of my favorite shows, and let you know what you should be watching. Except right now, there's nothing on TV because everyone is on strike. So we are going to talk about the Housewives of New York, Atlanta, and Salt Lake City with Andy. Yay! Woo! Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> That was, that was definitely exciting. I know. I'm so excited to be here. As I was telling Andy before we started, I couldn't wait to record today. <laughs> I actually forgot that I have not been recording. Um, and so that like the 20 something of you that actually listened to this, hopefully you listen to it again. Otherwise I'll just disappear forever and none of you will know if I'm alive or dead. <laughs> Okay, so like I said, um, we're going to be talking about Bravo, because that's all that's on TV at the moment. Um, like, Andy, what are you watching right now? Besides New York Housewives, Salt Lake City Housewives, OC Housewives, <laughs> Atlanta <laughs> Housewives. Um, yeah, what else you got? Um, well, I've been kind of watching, oh, I watch Botched. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know. It has house husbands. From I've watched some of it. Housewives. I, I can't get and, into medical shows. I mean, it's just I like, you know, pimple popping and surgery and all that gross shit. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to me. Plus, you know, I like Terry and uh, Paul. Paul. Yeah. Oh, my God. That reminds me. I forgot to tell you. And we're on a podcast. I don't care. I'm still going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, fine. I went to Shane. <laughs> For like my yearly, our friend from high school is also my dermatologist now. <laughs> I went to him for my yearly like body scan and he took yeah. a mole off and the biopsy came back that it was abnormal. Oh no. Which would be like, and he tried to, first of all, the woman at his office that was scheduling me was like, one of your results came back as abnormal. So we need to schedule you immediately to have the rest of it taken out. And I was like, am, am I Okay. Right. She was Do like I have melanoma in my Right. Dying? She was like, it's just abnormal. I was like, what does that mean? She was like, it means that it's on a scale of normal to melanoma. It's abnormal. And I was like, okay, but where on the scale is abnormal? <laughs> Anywhere between those two. And I was like, so it's not melanoma. She was like, we would like to schedule. I'm like, are is that your way of telling me that it is? Or are you not allowed to tell right. me? Like, is it, it might, there might be some legal thing where like, you're just the receptionist. You're not allowed right. to read test results. I don't know. Um, and then Shane was away that week. He wasn't working. So <laughs> I find the schedule and I walk in and he was like, yeah, like don't lose sleep over this. And I was like, bitch, you couldn't have texted me that. Like, right. like, like the whole time. That like, was the heads up I needed a week ago. I'm dying. Right. So he like, he had to, I have stitches like in my rib cage from Ooh. Shane. And I, <laughs> I meant to ask him, can you do this one-handed? Because I know that Andy is going to want to see this video. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what happened? <laughs> see, you don't even know. I said Andy's legal name, her government yeah. name. Um, but then I was <laughs> I was laying on the table and he was just explaining like science to me. And I was like, I, I zoned out and totally forgot. Um, but I have like stitches in my side. So because Shane assaulted me. Yeah, so I'll need a picture at least. Yeah, so I'm not surprised that you love Botched. That was a long, interruptive story. Go ahead. What else are you watching? Botched. <laughs> well, and I'm also binging Below Deck. From oh, yeah. Where are you? I am currently on season two, episode, I don't know, three or four 
of med so are are you doing I'm on season four or season five of below deck okay is where i need to go after this okay so you are alternating based on air date yes okay. i am going in order of air date so that i am up to date perfectly in line with each other because if i have to see ben on a different episode i'm never gonna know what happened before that you know what i mean like yeah yeah i just um, want to watch them in order so i looked up a list and that's what i'm doing yeah uh so, and you know that med comes back again in like two weeks listen i'm going as fast as i can no i know my whole point is like there's now so much below deck that even bravo is like we gotta push through air two episodes a week <laughs> Um, what do you think of Below Deck? Um, I like it, but I, it confuses me a little bit, the people that they bring back. Like, a lot oh, of yeah. them I really like, like Hannah, Ben. Uh, okay, you like Hannah now. You know, the captains. I only like her because she's the most likable out of a group of the worst people on Earth. Okay, I totally get that. Um, go ahead. I mean, some of her st other stews and some of the other, like, crew members and stuff, they're just not interesting enough. So they're not on screen unless there's a problem. Mm -hmm. And then I feel like the problem is very petty. Like, that girl, Emily, that Ben was obsessed with or whatever. Yeah, like, that without... was the regular below deck, wasn't it? Wasn't Kate? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I just mean, like, without being involved with ben she was mm -hmm. the most boring person that's ever existed like, that's so funny that you mentioned that Do you, are you watching couch talk with kate and lee i am because she just mentioned her on this week's episode <laughs> oh did she i yeah gotta watch this week's yet. at the very at the one from last monday the labor day at the very end when they do the like who's getting your ticket home and they they were like would you work with this person again and oh you're one right and that, she... yeah and one that lee asked uh emily and kate was the only one that kate said no to and it was because she said that she was so lazy as a stew <laughs> yeah you're right i did actually see that now that you talk through it um but like cat i really loved cat she had a great redemption and then she didn't mm -hmm. come back yeah. um the new the chef on the season that I'm watching of season two of Below Deck Med Adam, Ooh, I oh boy. can't even handle how awful of a person he is. Okay, is season two of Med with Adam? It, who's the chief stew? Oh, it's Hannah. Okay, never mind. He Hannah comes, and Sandy, okay. and he feeds everyone onions, even though okay. they specifically say they don't want onions, and he does it so many times that I would have walked down there, and I would have shoved an onion all the way down his throat and out his rear, and I would have not tipped the entire boat, because I would have been so irritated about Okay, that. so you hate him now. Wait until he shows up on Below Deck Sailing Yacht. Oh, why? Why would he be back? That's what I mean. Like, there yeah. are some people that are just like, listen, if you want to platform somebody, please platform somebody that's not trying to kill people. Like, I just <laughs> feel like that's murderous. Like, because, like, if you don't eat onions all the time, like, there, that's a potent thing. Like, I realize that it's in everything. But if you can't, won't, don't have onions, it's just like meat eaters going and having meat by accident. I mean, uh, vegetarians going and having meat by accident. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's like, going to screw with your system. Right. And especially he left them in so much so that they could taste it and everything because they go without it so often that, like, 
you think right. you're making the dish taste better, but you're literally making it taste like onions, and they know that because they don't eat them ever. Yeah. It's not like you're trying to hide a pinch of salt. You're hiding something with the most potent flavor that exists. Right. Like, it's one of those things where, like, if it's in something, you don't always know that it's there. But if it's not in it, you're like, something's missing. But also, if you've never had it or you never eat it, you're like, why does this taste like sweaty feet? Right. Like, there's just no hiding onions. That's the thing I just don't understand. Like, there's other ways and other things that you might be able to hide if you think they're being ridiculous. Yeah. Like, baking soda or something stupid that, like, you use to reduce the acid in your tomato sauce or something. Like, they would never know that and they would never understand the purpose of it. And nobody has to specify I don't put baking soda in food. Mm -hmm. But, like... That's because you're never going to taste it. You're never going to know. And, like, that wouldn't be a thing. But it also doesn't taste like much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it just, there's just so many levels to that. I'm, and, like, I'm so excited for you to be on this journey because I fucking love the low jack. <laughs> like, it's one of those shows. I don't know if I could binge it like you are. I feel like I would get, like, even now I'm getting kind of fatigued by it because it's on literally every week of the year, some iteration of it. And for yeah. the past couple of months, it's been two episodes a week. Well, I'm um, going to be honest. I'm not paying. I'm not like uh, studying it like an encyclopedia. I'm no. just like having it on in the background while I'm doing stuff and like, you know, watching here and there. No, um, I know. But it's it's one of those shows where like I don't always love somebody. But when I hate somebody, I wish death upon them. Do you know what right. I mean? Like there, it's 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 harder. I don't know. It's so easy to hate people on that show. Like is Malia in season two of Med? Uh-huh. Oh, oh, okay. Like that, that's someone that I fucking hate. Hate. And you probably. trashy. Well, you you don't even know the half of it yet because I remember disliking her. And then, like, the more that. Oh, bitch. Especially if you like Hannah. I'm so excited that you like Hannah and are already anti Malia because when that shit happens, I think in like two or three seasons on Med, I can't wait to talk about it. Um, Okay, so you're binging. Go ahead. The only thing I was going to say is the only reason I like Hannah is because she's my only chief stew in med that I've had so far. But Kate is like, she's like in a different category to Hannah. So I don't even like Hannah in general. It's just that I like her because she's one of the only likable people in the med universe. Like 100%. um, You know, Bobby, like, why would they bring him back? I just like some of these people I don't understand because they don't know the yachting well enough. You know, he she asked him how many meters like was a a, a length of anchor. And he said 90 feet and it was actually 20 or something like that. Like, he's just an idiot. Mm -hmm. So I don't understand like people who are hired for these jobs and they don't know it and then they bring them back and they still don't know it okay so before we move on to housewives i do want to wrap up on this below deck or you know what else you're watching no no but i think i might have told you when we were on the phone um the first season of below deck i absolutely hated it i watched it i hate watched it and then i but i was watching it because captain lee had given all this press about how terrible everyone they hired for the show was and how unsafe the conditions were. And like, he gave this whole interview that has now been scrubbed from the internet, (laughs) but that I literally like, yes, on my fake TV critic blog, like a decade ago, I posted a link to this on my original pilot review of the first season of below deck. And you now you can't find it. But basically like 
he was trashing production because they <laughs> hired people who had no idea how to run the boat, and but they hired them to be good TV. Right. But so, I don't even think they managed to do that part well. So that's like on season, I was surprised it got a second season. And then when it did, the fact that Lee was back, I was like, what the fuck? He he lambasted the show. <laughs> and I guess it's because they like started hiring people who knew what they were doing. And I think that's like part of the hard thing with the show is that like Kate is an amazing TV personality and an amazing chief. She's a good suit. worker. So like. That is so rare. You, you, you're going to get one or the other for the most part. And that's why so few of them come back. So I think when they find someone like a Bobby who like is semi-competent, like he's not putting the boat in danger. Like he doesn't, he's not great. Right, right. But he, he Oh like, my God. Like that little fucking kid that everybody fought with on the first season. Of Below Deck oh or Med. What was his name? Med. Danny. Yes. God, it's been so many years. I'll never forget that little bitch. He, I. Uh... Exactly. Exactly uh, like that. The note. The note. <laughs> the note. So, yeah. I don't know why Bravo revolves around notes, but it's just. I mean, reality TV in general. I mean, the it note, does. the most famous note, well, the Jersey I, Shore note. <laughs> I know, I know, but it's just like that note with the poem and the crying. I just stresses me out. It's wild. Okay, so you're catching up on Below Deck. Finally, <laughs> what else? Oh, and me and Mike are watching the John Wick movies because oh. I had never seen them. Okay. How are they? <laughs> Good, actually. I really like them. Oh, we I haven't... just finished number two last night. We watched the first one Friday night. Oh, I have no idea what they are. I just know that it's always Keanu Reeves with wet hair. Well, yeah. I mean, basically, he's like a a worldwide assassin. Oh, Okay. You but, know, there's a TV show coming out on Peacock in a few weeks. I know. Okay. That's why we're watching oh, it, because okay. we're going to watch that, too. All right. Yeah, I'm, I've am i got pretty much nothing. Like, I'm watching everything on Bravo, except I quit Project Runway a couple weeks ago, because fuck that show. Oh, I watched the finale. Um, Who wins? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it was Bishmi. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Not that he's bad, but I thought that he should have gone home, like, second or third, because he has some shit in the first part of the season. I agree. Um, yeah, I'm watching Below Deck Down Under, Couch Talk, Salt Lake City, OC, Atlanta, which ends tonight, will be over by the time this releases, uh, New York, and then I'm watching Drag Race Down Under. I'm not watching Which that. has its finale next week. And I'm also, because there's so little TV, I'm watching Drag Race fucking Philippines. <laughs> Which is like sure. half in English, half in Tagalog. And like it's, ugh, it's entertaining-ish. Um, and then there's this new show I'm watching on. Um, I eight... never knew that's how you said that. What? Tagalog. I don't know if, I, I think people. I thought it was Tagalog. I mean, it may be. Some people may say it different. I don't know. I had a, I had a no, friend I, in high school. No, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say it. I've only read it, so I just don't know. I don't know if I'm saying it right either. Um, but I'm watching the show that's on Max. <laughs> Let us know in the comments. <laughs> Go ahead and tweet me. <laughs> At Fake TV Critic, how do you say Tagalog slash Tagalog? Um, called Survive the Raft, which is absolutely wretched. And I'm watching in hopes that everyone on the show loses. <laughs> It's bad. Wait, what's it called? Survive the Raft. Oh. It's on um, okay, wait, Discovery that on made Sunday. Me have, 
that made me have two thoughts that I need to get out. Okay. Uh, Stars on Mars. Yeah. Did you finish it? Did. Okay. <laughs> well, we <laughs> I can mean, talk about it that was, if you want. Yeah, no, we can talk about that later. Like, that doesn't need to and be the second. Well, okay, well, the second... Actually, the second and third thing, did you watch whatever the stupid military one was with Sandoval? It hasn't started yet, um, but season one is out, and Kenya was actually on it. Oh, weird. I never heard of it. Yeah, it was on last fall. Um, And I only know that it existed because... I have no interest. I was really only curious. Curious because what? I was just curious if you watched it. I am not interested oh, in watching no. it. I mean, I'm going to watch it because it is the weirdest group of celebrities this season. And I cannot wait to see, like, just knowing some of the shit that I've seen them doing commercials from last season. Because they would show commercials during Masked Singer all the time. Um, like, it, okay. and it was like Kenya Moore, like, jumping out of a helicopter into the ocean. Like, I I can't, I have to see Jojo Siwa doing that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Like I cannot well, I wait. Think Jojo will do good. I, I mean, I do too. I just she's I, pretty badass. I just can't wait to see like the the girl that my six year old niece is in love with. Yeah, yeah. Like jump out of an airplane and like MMA fight. Like I I have to see that. And did you watch the trailer for this new uh, season? No, I've seen like bits and. I've but, seen bits and pieces. So like, I just see Tom crying and I want to turn it right, off. Right. Like he said in the trailer that he's doing the show because he quote wants to be punished. And they like, so I, are they going to, maybe he's going to get punched in the face or something. And if that's what actually is happening, I need to watch it. I don't know. Because all the things that I've heard about it is that he used all this sympathy to like, he snuck in a photo of Raquel to get sympathy and then they all felt bad for him. And now they're all friends with him after. Cause he really turned a new leaf. Shut the fuck up. The fuck I mean, up. I'm also just intrigued in general by the format of the show because it's a competition, but there's no eliminations. Like the only way to leave the show is to either quit or get medically evacuated. Huh? So I don't know. I might give it a shot if like it's interesting enough, but Stars on Mars I shouldn't have continued with. It was right. not worth it. No, it so. was bad. It was really bad. Although I, I love Adam Rippon, so I'm glad that he won. Okay, but that new the third thing I, I thought of when we were talking about this is um that new traitors style show, Villains something. Yeah, House of Villains. Okay. Are you gonna watch that? I might. I only know a couple people on it, but if you watch the trailer for that, Chef Ben is in it. I know. There's a couple of people I know. So I think I'm going to watch that. That seems way more interesting to me than this. Yeah. Like in, in general. <laughs> yes. I, I I have never in my life enjoyed a show that's been on E. So I don't know if I'll like it. Oh. I, I feel like they produce like they, the loud fucking voiceover and the like quick zoom shots. And it, I, I, they're, they have a very particular style that I do not enjoy, but I know that you watched Kardashians for like 30 years. So I, yeah. Like, I mean, I've watched other E shows too. I just can't think of what they are right now, but, um, um, but yeah, I'm, I, I, of course I'm going to watch it. Jax is on it and might get his ass handed to him. I have to see that too. Right, exactly. I want to see that. Okay, so let's talk about where do we want to start? Let's start with Atlanta because it's ending. Um, f- uh. So, <laughs> and also we can get it out of the way. Um, I 
am a weirdo who does not hate this season. I don't like it, but I also don't dislike it. Um, I feel like Atlanta was so bad for a couple of years. Like, I don't know, maybe like two years ago, like the year before the pandemic and the first one during the pandemic, I feel like we're wretched. And I don't think this season has been that bad. But I also know that like it is nowhere near the level of fun that it used to be. And I don't know if it's because it's overproduced, if it's because of the cast, if it's just a tired format, if it's a tired like I don't know what the issue is. I don't hate it, but I also know that they're clearly not delivering because they went back and refilmed after Drew announced her divorce from Ralph. And the reunion is only two parts. Like we rarely see two-part reunions anymore and when you see it it's a bad sign the last show the last housewives that had a two-part reunion was dallas wow here's my thoughts on atlanta (laughs) i haven't liked it since pre-cancerous greg i'm so sorry rest in peace when was that when nini was on no i know but she also came back cancer no i know but she also came back after a cancer so like what season are you talking like four or five Probably. Okay. It's, I have not enjoyed Atlanta for a really long time, mostly because of Kenya. I hate Kenya. I think that she's worthless. And I don't understand the love for her because she is such a ratchet, mean girl. And I can't, I, she has no redeeming qualities for me. Is she pretty? Yes. Does she think that because she's that pretty, she should just be able to say and do whatever she wants to anybody in her way and just get away with it and then take everybody else down around her for every little nitpicky little thing and be the biggest hypocrite on earth? I don't like Kenya. However, this past season, I have liked Kenya because everybody else sucks so bad. I'm with you on that. I am 100%. I hate Kenya as well, but I love her this season because she's the only one doing anything. Go ahead. If anybody had told me that I would ever say the words that I like Kenya more than anyone else, I would have said, just shoot me in the fucking head because I literally can't stand her. And I also love Marlo, but I think she's been a producer rat the whole time, Mm -hmm. just pushing their agenda. And I don't like it. And she also got too big of a head by getting a peach because she was so miraculous on the show whenever she appeared. But now that she's a regular, she's just a monster. Although, I have to say, I really like her when she's dating somebody. And I like that chef guy Mm -hmm. for her because she seems really happy. And I think that's her issue is she's just so unhappy being alone. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Kenya's kind of like that, too. Mm -hmm. And... So they just are the same person in different skin and they Let's, fight with each yeah. other so much that it's just like, you guys stop, just stop. And I would rather have Marlo than Kenya most of the time. But like this season is such a disaster because it's all been focused on Drew and her stupid fucking ugly ass cousin and her worst looking husband. Both of them are trash. Whoever the fuck that other girl is with the high pitched voice that tried to fucking take on candy get the hell out of here you little lollipop kid courtney piece of shit yes and i don't even i don't i ralph he looks like that guy from beetlejuice with the shrunken head like he's just so hideous i don't understand how he has so many women that he can cheat on drew with but also drew is the most boring 
fucking pencil eraser that's ever existed and i don't understand why we keep bringing her back she should have been gone after her first season because of how dumb and boring she is and she lies just like candy always says like the lies 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 like she's just full of lies and it's just so i have no empathy or sympathy for her because i think she deserves it i think she deserves everything she's gotten from ralph because she stays with him and puts up with it and lets him walk all over her And I just want them off of my TV forever because I can't stand them. And I think that she and all her drama crying over $1,000 being sued bullshit, this whole season, if Drew wasn't there, could have been a totally, completely different thing. But because Drew was there taking up all the fucking air in the room, there was no room for anybody to do anything else because they all had to coddle her the whole time. I mean, I think so. This is, I think, the biggest issue with this season is what you're saying with like that Drew was just always there, but also that like nothing was happening with her because she refused to talk about her actual life. So we end up like once they get to the end of the season and they've waited until filming has wrapped to file for divorce. So now production has to like go back and try to construct a narrative of the season where Drew is central to it because there's there's this thing we need to arrive at and we there but there's no footage that shows the path of how we got there do you know what i mean so we end up instead with a whole bunch of scenes of nothing happening but trying to make something happening to make drew seem like there's some like that she has an arc but she didn't she was just there right but she was the center of attention for everything Candy's movie and that whole thing and her getting ready for it and then her own music video with this I don't even understand what that was about that whole music thing just boring waste of time and then you know like I I don't know I don't know we're wasting too much time on her right now because that's how irrelevant she should be I think shouldn't even be talked about I I think that they had an idea like because you I mean it's no secret at this point that like when the housewives like come up for contract renewals or whatever they talk to producers and are like this is what my storyline of the season is going to be and I feel like Drew probably presented something of like my storyline for the season is going to be that I'm finally getting back into music after like all these years away from it um ralph and i are going to couples therapy to work on our relationship and i'm going to be in this movie that candy and todd are making so i'm going to feel like i'm more part of the group whereas in the past it had been not like that and then instead of that being what happened um she ended up getting divorced from ralph because he refused to go to couples therapy so there goes one third of her storyline and because of that, they had to reframe the other stuff. So rather than it being like this celebration of her going back to her music, like, because in the first couple episodes where she's like performing at that nightclub and she's making that music video, like that all happened, but then the, and the movie happened, but then they had to refocus both of those storylines on how Ralph was involved in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas I I feel like she probably pitched herself as that not being the case. And that's why I feel like a lot of people hate this season is that it definitely does not make any narrative sense. <laughs> yeah. And like the whole Sheree and Candy fight just seemed like it came out of nowhere. I just feel like they always are bickering and it, like they work good as friends on the peripheral of the same group because they can get along on the surface, but they just fight like animals whenever they get one on one. 
Yeah, and but I, I love mean... Sheree and Candy, and I like having them both on the show. And I like I think they just can't do one on ones. It's just they get too bitchy with each other. I think for me the problem seems to be that like there is a dominance fight there, <laughs> like both of both of them think that they are like the OG. And right. that like there's so much tension there. Like I no one on this show is gonna touch Candy's status or wealth. Just nobody's going to. Do you know what I mean? Um like whether Good you job worldwide. Exactly. Like I mean, and that like that was an off the cuff thing, but like she really is at a level that I don't think any other housewife on any franchise is of fame right, and notoriety. Sure. Like Unless they get an Oscar winner on Beverly Hills or something, like Candy has one of the most famous songs of literally all time. She fucking wrote it. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. Like, you can't compete with that. And then on top of it, she has all these different things that are at varying levels of success, but she has had no outright failures like everyone else on these franchises has. And well, and I think that's Sheree's biggest jealousy issue. Exactly. Is she wants to be the OG, but she keeps getting kicked off for being boring. Exactly. And then when she gets brought back, she keeps not being able to afford shit. So she just like putzes around until she gets herself in drama because she doesn't know what else to do. That is exactly it. Is that like sure, like the thing that Sheree has been working on for literally a decade finally happened last season and it was a huge bust. Right, and now she has to just tear everybody else up because she doesn't want to admit that she's selling janky clothes for a nine hundred percent markup. It's absolutely insane. Like I, when that when she actually launched last season, um, I wanted the hoodie that she gave to Andy. Yeah, that but he it's one hundred ninety dollars. Exactly. I was like, oh my god, that's so cool. I love that logo. I love the colors. Like I want one of those, and I went to buy it. And it was literally, I think, $125 for a hoodie. No, I think it was more than that. I swear it was more than that. I mean, it might have been at some point. And that was the other thing was that, like, from day to day, the prices were changing. (laughs) No, seriously. And, like, she's just not a good businesswoman. And Candy is. And, like, she just doesn't want to admit that. Right. And then she's like, it's not she by Shein. And I'm like, no, you're right. It's not she by Shein. It's she by Redbubble. Because, like, you're... Like, literally, the way that you would order her, like, stickers and notepads and stuff, it was Redbubble. Like, it was just integrated into her platform. She was not making anything. She just, like, uploaded a logo and they were printing it on things. And I think that was the problem with her workout wear, too, wasn't it? That, like, she wasn't actually producing anything. They were... Like, she uploaded, like, they were just printing her logo on an $8 pair of bra and joggers, right? Yeah, I think so. It was something like that. And instead of, char- like, you could buy the plain one direct from wherever they were getting it from for, like, eight ninety nine from China. Or you could buy it with Sheree's printing on it, and it was $250. No, I know. It's just ridiculous. Like, so, she doesn't... Yeah, so the She's a Star hoodie. Mm-hmm. Is that the one? You won't even believe the price it's at now. Is that the one that Andy had that was like embroidered or whatever? Yeah. I just want you to take a guess. Um, $200? More. Are you serious? For a hoodie? Yep. Um, 
50? More? Wait, are you serious? For a hoodie? For a hoodie. Two, $2.52. I won't make you keep going because it's only $2 more, but still. For a hoodie? Yes, and you can't even, like, add it to cart. I don't even know. Like, she just has the dumbest website. <laughs> I don't even understand I need to look this, this up now. Oh, my, it does say that it, everything's 30% off for her one-year anniversary. Yeah, but you can't add it to cart. The, like, it just doesn't work. That's why. Oh, yeah, it does not come up on apparel. I wonder if they're out of stock. I have no idea what's going no, on. No, her site sucks because everything you click on, you can't add to cart. Oh, yeah, you're right. There's, like, a little, like, purple icon oh, on the side. Oh, I see it now. Yeah. I see it. I see it. It's I not like it. an add to cart. Like, you have to click the cart icon. Wow. This is fascinating for everyone listening. Let's wrap up Atlanta. Oh, um, yeah. So sorry. Um, <laughs> I just um, wanted to look up the price of it because I was like, that's so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, oh, and look who texted me. Sheen. Right on time. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah. Atlanta... D- had a widely derided season like i said i didn't hate it but i also did not like it um and i I mean i've just been on this i'm bored with it train for like 10 years now so i just don't care but like it enrages me that we spent so much time on drew and i just i thought she was i thought she was awful her first season and she's never gotten any better she's only gotten worse so like i don't understand why we're still riding this ride yeah it's strange and like i have to think that there's got to be some type of like hard reboot next season like either they keep one or two people and start over with the rest or maybe they'll start over with everyone who knows like they did with new york um but i there's no way that drew can come back there's no way that Sonya can come back. Um, there's no way that Courtney can come back. I don't, I don't hate Sonya. Oh my god, I hate her. She's worthless as well, so get her out of here. But Sonya, I don't have as big of a problem with. She's just... She has no balls. She just folds to whatever the person in the room is saying. Yeah, I feel like this was they gave her a second chance in the season, and she didn't do anything interesting. So I, I can't imagine they'll have her back just for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I Like, I, I just, I don't know where they go from here. Like, do they keep Kenya, Sheree, and Candy and then recast the rest? Do they let Candy go because she's probably making the most money? Do they let Kenya go and then try to find a new shit stirrer? Like, where do they go? I have no idea what the show looks like going forward because it's, it needs, it needs something very different. I agree, but I would be very sad if they fired Candy just because the rest of her co-workers can't fucking get it together. Yeah, I agree. Because I think Candy's a lot of fun when you don't activate her. Mm-hmm. And that's all Drew was doing this year and Courtney and everybody else and Sheree. So it's just like, if you leave Candy alone, I feel that way about all of the housewives that I love so much and that are OGs, which is why I feel like the rest of everybody else should learn from this is that like candy shannon um i don't know like uh, luann you know they they're able to like go and have fun and just like do their job correctly and like do little instigator things that don't just blow up the world but if you activate them and you get them annoyed, then they go on a rampage because they're like, can you just work instead of like smoking weed in the bathroom and then coming out here acting silly and then making us get in trouble? That's what it feels like. It feels like I'm 
the adult working at a place that all children are working at and like I'm just trying to do the job and like have it be entertaining and fun and then everybody else is like but let's sabotage it at every moment and then they fly off the handle because they're just like stop speaking of children working let's talk about New York Housewives because I feel like I am watching 14 year old girls on this fucking reboot of Roni. Um, let's... Jenna is queen. Jenna is the only person I care about. The rest of them are stupid. I could possibly let Bryn come along for the ride if she lets off on Jenna. And that's that, it. That's literally all. Like, the... So we were talking before Uba we started recording. Uba is a side character. I'm sorry. sorry no, you're fine. Going. Before we started recording, I was like. Roni is one of the, the, this new Real Housewives of New York is like one of those shows where I'm watching it and I forget what I'm watching as I'm watching it and what I just watched when I'm finished. But I know that like if I find someone to talk to about it, like I'll have opinions. But the show itself is just such a nothing burger. I can't stand it. And the fact that the internet is fucking obsessed with it makes me feel like I'm going crazy because literally, the, okay, so... The New York Housewives hard, like hard reboot, complete recasting, complete new title. Is like everything is different except for the title. That's the only thing that is the same, and it's a whole cast of people who are young, except for Jenna Lyons, who was like the quote unquote granny of the the old hag or whatever Jessel called her, of the group, and she's like what in her fifties, maybe. Maybe late forties, yeah. Early 50s, like, and she's not like, 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 and on any other housewives, like on the old New York, she'd be the young bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and they are just like, it is. I I don't understand what people are liking about this new reboot because to me, it is just a bunch of people who have no clearly defined jobs, bitching about everything po- they possibly can bitch about, and like everyone on. Twitter and stuff loves they're like it's the petty drama that housewives should be it's the pettiness that I miss and like to me the petty drama that's that was always fun about like especially New York housewives was like going on a trip and Ramona running to get the best room and not understanding why everyone gets mad at her for that or I don't know like what else is petty? Like Marlo kicking in Kenya's door and then Kenya flying off the handle about it. Like little things like that, that that's petty drama to me. But what yeah. they're considering petty drama is like having a fight about whether or not it's weird to eat cheese. <laughs> or having a fight about talking at a party. Or having a fight about why a person with like a $10 million net worth might want to... F- use her own money to fly first class to an, a Caribbean island rather than having production pay for her to fly coach. Like, this is not petty drama. That this is was like, the most asinine piece of garbage that's ever happened. Like, because let me tell you, go. Miss Psy piece of bullshit. Ugh, I hate her. First of all, she is trash. She has no style, so I don't understand how she's possibly touting herself as a style influencer. Same. And her interview look with those dented-ass inverted boob pockets. (laughs) Why would you wear something so ill-fitting if you are trying to call yourself a style influencer? You look like a 10-year-old with no tits went and bought something at Rainbow that was meant for an 18-year-old and slapped it on. Like, 
and called yourself, look, mom, I got boobs now because I put tissues in my shirt. It was just the worst look of all time. Number one. Number two. And then you're going to be bougie, so bougie that you bring your own toilet paper places. You're too good for caviar, but you're going to complain that Jenna paid for her own flight because she has a skin condition she didn't want all you young bitches looking at and staring at i mean that's okay so let's let's talk about this like jenna versus everyone else thing so like i before last week's episode i which was the one where they went to anguilla i think it was um I had no feelings on anyone. Like, I didn't love anyone. I didn't particularly hate anyone. Like, obviously, I I don't enjoy Psy. I think that anyone who's going to complain about food in every episode is going to automatically piss me off. Because, like, at least you're eating, bitch. Shut up. Um, And, like, Bryn, I find funny, but also, like, completely acting, putting on a... a face for the camera like i have no i mean she's been very vulnerable about her upbringing but then like everything else is just a joke yeah but i feel like that is her coping mechanism and it, it seems like she probably is. acts like that in real life too it i don't think is. it's a camera activated thing i think it's an insecurity no you're 100 percent right i didn't i didn't mean to imply that like you know she's only acting for the camera no she's putting on this face but it's being caught on camera and I don't fuck with people like that. Like if I, if I am in a room with someone and I can't tell if you are like deflecting or if you're genuinely involved in the conversation, like that annoys me. Anyone who makes a joke out of everything, I can't deal with. And she's kind of in that camp. Um, Sai is just so annoying. Like she complains there's no food. She complains she doesn't like the food. She complains the avocados are brown. And she like shows up to that wreath-making event, and it's like, why is there no oatmeal? It's like, well, because we got avocado toast, you frickin' bitch. Like, if you wanted oatmeal, you wanted something specific, stop and fucking eat it in the morning. Like, you live in a $4 million brownstone. Make your own breakfast, bitch. Like, yeah, like so annoying. But this is just a housewives thing. Nobody, everybody eats off camera, and then they order either no food and just drinks, or they order something to pick at, unless it's champagne and Emily because they order real fucking meals and then chow down and I love them for that (laughs) but um like yeah like if you want to eat what you want to eat and then just sit there and play pretend that's what you're here to do so shut the fuck up yeah just shut up like she's constantly talking and complaining and i'm like i don't get it for the rest of them like they all have things that i kind of enjoy about them and things that i kind of hate about them you know like aaron i think is an entertaining part of the cast because she is purposefully being an asshole but i also don't like people that are purposeful assholes (laughs) and she's a fucking trump supporter and donor I know. And like And she tried to reel that back in and it's like no 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 no. Yeah, no, and no, like no, no. pro Israel and all this bullshit that I just I would never vibe with her in life. And then right. I mean Jessel is there and like she's she just seems young and stupid. Like she just says dumb things that she doesn't know are offensive, but they are offensive. And Uba is fun, but had COVID, so missed like three episodes. Like yeah, like, I just think she should be a friend of, and that's all she's meant for. Yeah. so like, And that's fine. So until this episode last week, I had no real feelings. Like, I, I enjoy Jenna on the show, but I also know that she, like, is obviously 
purposefully hiding parts of her life. Like she made, it seems very, and I, I, I this happened off. I, I don't think it happened on camera, but like it was reported that part of her contract was that her girlfriend at the time would not be on the show and she would not discuss her until she broke up with her during the course of filming. Then she started talking about her. So like, She's clearly hiding things, or not hiding, but keeping things off camera, which I kind of feel like is disingenuous. Like, you know what I mean? But also, I enjoy what she's doing on camera. So I don't hate her, but I also wish... Yeah. That's the thing that I don't care about. If you're going to hide stuff, but show me enough to still be interested in you, I'm fine with that. Right. And that's exactly what I'm saying. It's like, I didn't like or hate her. I was like, this is fine. Whatever. Like, I wish you were showing more, but I also don't begrudge you. And everything was like middle of the road for me until this week when they all decided to gang up on her for the dumbest shit ever. Like... The actual reason, which Jenna loopy on painkillers from having a, like, jaw reconstruction, tells Aaron that, like, she has this genetic disorder, which not only affects her teeth, which she was having fixed, but affects her skin. And she has all kinds of, like, discoloration and scars. And it is lessened when she has a tan. So she wanted to go early to get a tan. She tells us to Aaron, then goes, and also, I don't want to fly coach. Like, that was an aside. Like, that was an added bonus. That was not the reason. It was like, oh, and also I don't have to fly coach. Bye, bitches. I'll meet you there. And Aaron made it seem like when she told everyone else, that was the only reason. Which is disgusting of Aaron. Because this is, it's not just like that Jenna is some diva who was like, it's winter in New York and I'm pale as a marshmallow. I can't possibly go on vacation with you hot young girls without getting a tan. No. No, and that's the other thing is, like, she made it seem like that so that she looked like the good guy and Jenna looked like the bad guy. But Jenna, but then Aaron's like, but I didn't spill your secret. And then Jenna's like, right, but in doing that, you still kind of told on me, you ass. Yeah, and, like, I, I just, it never works out when people gang up on someone. Like, Jersey has been ganging up on Teresa for seasons now, and I will never be on anyone's side but Teresa because of it. Right. Well, that's she's another one. If you just leave her be, she has fun and she can ignore that shit. But when you activate her, then she starts going in on people and then everybody's like, what? Well, what what are you mad about? Well, because you poke the bear. Just stop. Just have fun at the fucking event. And she won't do that. Right. So now it's the same shit. We're like, I'm I'm now firmly team Jenna. I will ride or die for her. Only because of this. And I don't even really care or like the show that much because they have all decided that they are all against Jenna for the actual stupidest reason of any housewives fight I can recall. Um, I, I hate them basically. No, I agree. I just think that it, it was so dumb to fight about that. And I am also firmly on Jenna's side because I just think she has things that, she doesn't want to elaborate on but she's also elaborated on a lot of other stuff so i don't care that certain things she's keeping quiet for now and i can't stand jessel i do like her mom though but also you've clearly been given everything hand with a silver spoon in your mouth because your mom wants to like do every little thing for you so i don't understand how you could be so 
tone deaf about your own situation. Yeah, it's weird. And like, they keep trying to paint her husband as like this big weirdo who doesn't want to fuck her and is a cheapskate. And I'm like, no, I think he's normal. I think it's normal to not want to spend, what was it, like $60,000 a year on pre-K for each of your children. And like, I don't know, like... I. The implication of this past episode that he's, like, going to Vietnam to, like, have sex with hookers or something is so weird. Like, I don't know why he wants to just go to Vietnam for a couple days. That is that is also weird. But she's on a TV show going to Anguilla for a couple days and leaving him with the kids. Why can't he go somewhere he wants to go and leave her with the kids? I don't know. I don't know, because all men cheat. Right. Like, I I don't know. I I feel like the whole thing is weird. And also, I saw something on uh, Twitter that apparently Jessel just moved to New York. And she used to live in Dallas and was supposed to be on The Real Housewives of Dallas before it got canceled. Did you see that? I did not. But that totally makes sense. She's definitely so Dallas. I can't even take it. Right. Like, she would have probably been my favorite on Dallas. But on New York, she seems like a clueless dummy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm not loving the season of New York. Um, and I, I'm worried that because so much of the Housewives fan base is so outspoken and how much they're enjoying it, that Bravo is going to really start to take a hard look at all the franchises and think about which ones they can do the same shit with. And it worries me because I do not think this is successful. Oh, I am right there with you. And I think Andy is like he learned hypnosis and did it on everybody through the media because he was like, I can't wait. I love this season. I love these girls. You guys are going to be obsessed. This is the best thing since sliced bread. You guys are going to love it. I love it. We all love it. Everybody's loving it. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. And then everybody on Reddit was just like, I'm going to love it. I actually love it. I love it so much. Oh, my God, it's the best. And it's just like, stop. Everybody stop. It's terrible. Can we all just stop because it's terrible? (laughs) Yeah. Wake up. I I, I mean, like the pages that I sometimes read recaps for, like Vulture and where does Brian Moylan write for now? I don't even know. But like no one, no, no one who recaps the show likes it. Danny Pellegrino, who does everything iconic, he's not even recapping it because he's bored with it. Like I but then all of Twitter and Reddit is like, this is the best thing ever. This is what we've been missing. This is fresh and youthful and has energy. And I'm like, you are literally fighting over fucking cheese. And not in yeah. like a Melissa Gorga f- throwing a cheese tray. That would be interesting. No, you're arguing <laughs> about whether or not someone said cheese is weird. Like, what the fuck is happening on this show? It's so stupid. <sighs> I don't like it. I agree. Okay, I'm glad that I'm not the only one. I don't either. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Okay, um, let's do, let's do the premiere of Salt Lake. Mm. Do you have feelings? I have zero feelings about this new episode. I honestly remember almost nothing that happened, even though I just watched it like three days ago, and I, the only thing that I remember happening is the beginning where they're like, they Heather's, were. Heather's. Yeah. Heather's. Uh, shoveling snow in nine. Oh, no, no. When hills. Heather. No, when Heather's in the very <laughs> beginning, the first scene, when Heather's like in a hotel room somewhere. Oh, yeah. What was that connected to? What is it that wasn't. supposed to be about? It was a teaser of like, they like rewound. It was like four months ago. And they did the same shit last year with Heather's black eye. Oh, 
Remember? So I'm, one, I'm like, okay, they have to have learned their lesson from the black eye. They're clearly not doing a nothing again. So something actually did happen. But I was burned once, so now I kind of don't trust it. Um, No, I don't trust it at all. They're trying to do anything they can to make it interesting without Jen there. Right, like they brought Mary back. Even though Mary, like, basically told them to go fuck themselves. Like, I That is the biggest misstep that I can imagine and I don't understand it. But also, again, this is another thing that everyone on the internet is obsessed with. They're obsessed with Mary Cosby and they're so glad to have her back and I just don't get it. Like, she is unhinged and says some weird fucking shit that I get makes for, like, really crazy, fun moments. But, like, there are moments. There are one second and then she's back to being an absolute nightmare of a person to be around, I'm sure, to be on TV. Like, she she makes good TV in little sound bites, but across the board, she is a nightmare of TV because she, like, refuses to go places, refuses to do things. In this episode, they were having a snowball fight, and she was like, no, I'm not doing that. Right. This like, is why you fired her. I don't why she was brought back. Right. I don't understand this. I mean, I think they're just throwing anything at the wall to see what sticks at this point. Absolutely. There's no way. Like, I can't believe they brought back Angie. I thought she flopped hard last season, but now here she is. She was a friend last year. Now she's main cast. Which Um, is the worst decision ever. And then the new girl's Monica, which I do think this is funny and messy that she's... um, she like turned state's evidence or some shit or was a witness or whatever against Jen Shaw. That to right. me is really entertaining. And if the whole season was just everyone grilling her about the trial <laughs> or if instead of airing the season, they just aired footage of what she said in a courtroom, I would be more interested in that. I agree. Um, but yeah, like it's just, it, I they, need, they needed a break that they did not take. I feel like they needed to step away because of the Jen for just a second so that when it came back it wasn't just all about how they're handling Jen going to prison but that's all this first episode was talking about right or they were talking about Meredith's vagina bacteria ew <laughs> like the whole fight of the first episode was Meredith and Whitney Meredith taking offense that Whitney said she likes to take baths by herself because it's gross to take a bath with someone else and baths in general tend to gross her out and I'm like I agree like if I'm going to take a bath I have to shut off a part of my brain because bath tubs are gross sitting in bath water can be gross and that's Yellow not like nuts. What? I said, y'all are nuts. I love baths. I just, like, I love taking a bath. But like I said, I have to shut off part of my brain to make it enjoyable. Because half the time I'll be sitting there and just thinking, like, my dirty ass feet have been right where my asshole is. Okay. (laughs) You don't clean your bathtub before you take a bath? I don't take baths, but... I mean, like, I, no. I clean the baths up every time before I go to take a bath. <laughs> I mean, fair. Um, I don't <laughs> think that Meredith was. Like, I don't think that Meredith had her scrub and bubbles before Seth put his toe in her bumhole. Like, I just don't think that's what happened. 
Um, and I think okay. that's what Whitney was getting at was that she was like, baths are gross. And I feel like it was gross. And I like to take baths when I know they're clean and when I know that they're, when I'm alone. Because it's, it's me time or whatever. Meredith's like, how dare she say that my tub is dirty and I have bacteria in my vagina? Like, okay, that's not what she was saying, but glad that you went there. And it's just a weird fight to start the season. Like, it's, 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 oh, it's, it's stupid. It's, it's the cheese all, from New York all over again. Yes, the cheese. Like, it, th- we can y'all find something real to fight about or just don't fight to begin with? That That's an option, exactly, too. Exactly, exactly. Like, that is, it's also an option to, like, not, because st- if this whole season is going to be, like, Meredith versus Whitney, because Whitney said that it's weird that Meredith and Seth took a bath together on camera, and that she said, keep your feet away from there, implying that he was towing her, um, I don't think that's an interesting fight to set up. I just don't. What are your thoughts? Okay. <laughs> I mean, listen, people eat ass. Like, I don't care how clean right. the area is. Like, you eat ass, I can sit in a bathtub with anyone, and I'm fine. I get it. I get it. So that's where I'm at. I can be gross, <laughs> and you can be gross, and we do it in different ways, and I don't know why we have to be so, like, weird about it. I mean, I don't think that... Whitney was intentionally being weird about it, and that's why I hate this fight. Is like no, if, I think Whitney made an off-the-cuff joke. A hundred percent took it to heart for no fucking reason. Right, like I'm sure it was an interview. First of all, it's the New York Post, which is like it's it's a shit-talking newspaper. Like that's why it, it exists <laughs> right. to like stir up shit as a literal tabloid. Um, and I think they probably asked her while she was like in town for Watch What Happens or something, and the episode with Meredith. And Seth in the bath aired. And so I like, hey, Whitney, what'd you think of that? I was like, well, I like taking baths alone. <laughs> and they printed it as if she said that Meredith had like a fungus or something. Right, and that's not right. what happened. But then also Meredith knows that. So like to choose to start a fight over this is so idiotic. I know. And like, honestly, if they had all read Heather's book, they could be fighting about that. Like, I wish like... If Lisa Barlow could read, she would have read the book, but I am not convinced she knows how to read and would have known that like Heather talked shit about her. The only chapter about Salt Lake City Housewives in her book is talking shit about Lisa. Like I would have rather seen that. Yeah. Because did you, you didn't read the book, did you? No. I did. And the, like she says nothing good about Lisa and basically says like that Lisa thought that she was producing the show. So when they were casting it, not knowing it was going to be a Real Housewives, that it was just going to be like some presentation for all of networks, um, like Lisa thought that she was assembling the cast and was like trying to get people that she knew and was friends with on the show. And Heather basically was like, yeah, she's an idiot for thinking that. Like none of us fell for it. We all just thought that she was being controlling. That would have been a more interesting fight to start the season because one, it ties into last season with Heather in the book. And two, it starts off with like an actual thing to be mad about. Why would you say that? Why would you publish that in a book about me, Heather? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Whereas like this is just some stupid like how dare you imply that my bathtub is dirty. The only good thing that came out of that was Whitney's read of Meredith, which was masterful. What did she say? I would never... I would never say something like, I would never say that I knew that Meredith's bathtub has bacteria. I don't even know what vacation rental she's living in this year. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And it just showed that, like, yeah, Meredith does not have a home. She rents a house (laughs) every year. 
Partially because Seth doesn't live there and partially because she may not live there. Who knows? Right. Um, so I just thought that that was hysterical. Um, and then she says something like, for all I know, if I was her, I'd be covering everything in plastic so I could get my security deposit back. And I laughed at that. <laughs> but other than that, like, I have zero feelings so far. And I just, I hope that it is the level of kooky and fun that, like, season one and two were. But I just, I. I don't think season two was kooky and fun. Oh, I, I did. Season one was good. And then I think it has been a complete flop since then. I liked season two, I think. Let me remind myself of what season two was. Um, I know I liked season one. Which one was... Oh, season two was the one where Jen Shop splashed the... Right? When they went to that weird bathtub in the... Oh my God, speaking of, that they could have talked about that, that Whitney took a bath in the literal outdoors on top of a mountain. Um... I don't remember the right, rest of season. Oh, I know. I loved the when Mary was in when they took that cooking class that Mary went to and she was just reading Whitney Little Girl. I loved oh, that. Yeah. Like, I mean, there were some really fun, ridiculous. I mean, that was the whole season of them all like going to uh, to Mary's church and like everyone coming on. And be like, well, I heard that Mary is just stealing from her parishioners and telling everyone that she is Jesus. Like that shit is fucking funny. True. And Mary just like filming from her literal closet. Like, I thought that was a ridiculous, kooky season. It wasn't as fun as season one by any means, but it also was nowhere near the dregs of season three. Oh, season two is a season with Jenny. I forgot about that. I forgot about her. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway, I just, I hope that they can return to some of the fun and just stop trying to, I don't know. Be, like part of the fun of season one of Salt Lake was that it didn't feel like a housewife show. It felt like Jersey Shore with fully grown adults to me. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I don't know. I just have never been that into it because I just don't really understand these people. And I think the religious overtone is what puts me off of it. it like, is, yeah. The fact that Lisa's kid said fudge <laughs> college. And then is going on a mission. Oh my god, that was so to wild. To escape having to go to college. Like, you're a dumb idiot, fuck. That was so wild when Lisa was crying in that scene and being like, he's literally taking two years to just go help people and I'm not going to see him for two years. I'm like, help people is a weird way of like saying that he's going to go ring strangers' doorbells and try to convert them to Mormonism. And he can't be in contact with them. Right. So you hate your parents that much because you're that indoctrinated. It's just, it's too much for me. I just can't, I can't, I can't with the religion. Yeah, it's, it's very strange. And it's their own, it's Lisa's and John. Yeah, John. It's Lisa and John's own fault. Because like, I don't even think that she's all that serious about Mormonism. Like, obviously she's in the church. No, they're not Mormon at all. They were Jewish and only converted so they could live there without everybody harassing (laughs) them. Um, But then also like, they gave Jack his own company. When he was like 15. So this is yeah. your fault for making him think oh, he doesn't have 100%. to do anything. Um, so yeah. Any other thoughts about Salt Lake City? Mm, nope. Who do you like on Salt Lake City? Do you like anybody? I don't. Okay. Heather I used to like. Then I hated her. Yep. Season I'm three giving was her another her. chance because I just want to like her the most. Because she mm-hmm. seems like the most likable. 
and I hope she's gotten her ego together because it seemed like she did on like Ultimate Girls Trip. So yeah. I'm hoping that she did. Yeah, she seems to have like learned a lesson from. I mean, she's the tale as old as time when it comes to housewives. She starts as the fan favorite. She has a takedown season, and now she's Where probably she going gonna... to. She took a descent to hell. Yeah, and know. hopefully now this is her redemption season. Like she just happened to I do it a lot so. faster than a lot of the other housewives. Right. Um. All right. I kind of yeah. Let's all right. Let's wrap up with OC. Okay. You can go first. <laughs> Um, I, Shannon is my goat. Like my one true housewife is Shannon. I, I love her. Already I've need to interrupt you. Her. Why? I've always been on her side in every single argument. What do you mean? Why? Cause she's always right. Everybody else is just assholes. I mean, she's literally incorrect right now though, with the whole, like, you're all talking shit about John thing. No, no, I don't agree with that because here. Let me give you, let me give you, let me give you. When, if, if I saw you every single day, I guarantee that I would be bitching about Mike and something that he was doing. Yeah. Okay. And especially if I was going out drinking and he did something, I would probably call you crying and screaming and being like, I fucking hate him. I'm going to beat his ass. I'm going to stab him in his sleep, whatever. Okay. And then the next morning I wake up and I'm like, we're cool. It's fine. Because literally that's what people do in relationships. They have normal arguments all the fucking time. Nobody just wants to talk about it. And they act like their relationship is perfect. And it's not. And so just because she has emotions and she has to air them out or they blow up, I understand that because I do the same thing. Like I would rather just vent to you now because then I'll get over it and we can move on. Mm -hmm. And so if I'm venting to my friends and, and it's, it's a twofold thing. John doesn't want to have their relationship business be on the show. So Shannon says it to them as her personal friends. Like Shannon does not see these people as coworkers. She sees them as genuine friends. So she calls them up to tell them these things, not for it to be fodder on the show, but for her to vent her genuine feelings and have them have empathy for her and be like, you know what? Yeah, he's fucked up, like whatever. And then tomorrow morning when she's fine with it, that's your job as a friend to be fine with it as well and just move on, not chit chat about it to each other and be like, I'm scared for Shannon's life. No, you're not. No, you're not. He's not abusive. And even if he, I don't know, shoved her or something like that. I mean, like, I think you need to just take it in context. And I just feel like Heather is manipulating the whole thing by saying, oh, well, she said it to you. Yes, she said it to me. Oh, she said it to you. Yes, she said it to me. Of course she did. Because if she's talking to all of you and trying to be your friend, she's going to vent her frustrations to you guys. And just the fact that you're bringing it up on camera after she asked you not to because she just thought she was coming to you as a friend. I think that everybody else is in the wrong. Okay. I think you're talking about something different than I am. So, oh, are you talking about the Gina CPS thing? It's That's part of it, for sure. But also, like, when it comes to the Heather, the Emily, the why are you... Okay, so let's say Shannon does say, I don't want my relationship brought up on camera. Okay. okay. Why is John on the show? 
that's how I know that, like, number one, it's probably confusing for them to be like, okay, so you tell us things about your relationship that we can't talk about, but then you are going, like, if he wants to not be on the show and not future your relationship, clean, clean break then. And I understand why that's also there. But when it, with this whole, like, Heather manipulating thing, I do not think, based on what I saw, that Heather was trying to make it seem like it was something dire that she was talking about. It seemed to me like in that first, when Heather was like, oh, but I can't talk about that. It seemed like she wanted to say like a little piece of gossip, but because she said, I can't talk about that because Shannon asked her not to, it made it seem like something bigger than it actually was. And same thing, like, I don't like, no one was saying that they were scared for her, but just that like, I'm concerned because she calls us drunk complaining, but then when we're around each other because we're on camera, she's acting like everything's fine. And that is okay too. Like I'm not blaming Shannon for making, for wanting to present the best version of her relationship. But I also understand where everyone else's confusion comes from. My whole thing with the Shannon- I don't, because Terry's on the show, right? But Heather never ever has once or ever will discuss her personal relationship with Terry. When has she? Very right. few times. And it's only when they've had some big thing that's hit the actual media that she has to defend herself. No, I understand that. But that's the difference is that like Heather is never telling people about her relationship. She's not telling people though? like, no. Doesn't that I don't think make that her Heather... a disingenuous friend then? No, I don't like Heather. I'm not saying I like Heather. I'm just saying that I, do, I don't see Shannon as a ride or die for the same for like all of these reasons as well like I don't hate Shannon I find her annoying sometimes but I also find her very entertaining sometimes but like I'm team Emily in this Emily Shannon fight for sure but Emily's even worse than Shannon and let me tell you why she also brings her husband on the show and he treated her like absolute shit in front of the cameras and they were like all ready to to just show it right there and then when asked about it she defended him and acted like she had no idea what everybody was talking about when they said he's abusive he's awful to you you know blah 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 blah. and then he changed face they never addressed it and emily kept moving on as if nothing was wrong and she just stopped talking about him to anybody else to make it look like he was you know, re redeemed and all better. Like these people are not genuine friends to Shannon because they are not telling her the same type of things that she is telling them. And that's why she feels betrayed. So if Shannon is trying to be a friend and sharing vulnerabilities and just doesn't want those vulnerabilities on the show, she wants to present them to you as a friend, be her friend. But if you're not going to be her friend, you need to tell her, I don't want to hear this from you because I will share it on the show. I mean, okay. The other people don't share the nonsense. That's what I'm saying. You know Heather and Terry fight. You know it. Yes, I do. But then, like, if Heather then called Shannon and was like, oh, my God, Terry and I just had this huge fight. And, but she doesn't do that. That's the difference. Is it like... It's as if you're telling people, like, pretend you didn't hear that. Well, we're on a TV show, so I can't do that. Do you know what I mean? Like, but... I mean, no, the, the, I don't know what you mean because I just think that's wrong. So because like, John, if I told you, 
We're Some not on TV. About Mike, if we are on TV, people are listening to us right now. And if they <laughs> want to know about our personal relationships and I told you something that happened with Mike off the phone and you just brought it up right now, I'd be like, can you not? I'd be pissed at you. I'd be Shannon. Exactly. But that's the that's my problem with Shannon is she does that. Whereas like if she didn't, then don't do that because Heather doesn't do that. So she's not allowed to have friends? No, I don't think that she's actually friends with those people. Like, that's one of my other issues with all these housewives, but especially, like, I don't believe that Shannon's actually friends with any of them. Especially, I mean, like, with Heather and Emily, I don't believe that she's actually friends with them. Like, I believe that she's friends with Tamara, and that's what my whole, my biggest issue with Shannon this season is that she has, like, hitched her star to Tamara's wagon. Is that the phrase? Her wagon to Tamara's star? Whatever it is. She's I, she's I've chosen Tamara. So I have no idea. She's chosen Tamara. Whereas Tamara is the one who is actually starting everything. Yeah, well, she's a slimy piece of shit. Like the whole thing with when Shannon was like, Don't talk about that. John's gonna be so upset. It was at a dinner that was just Tamara and Vicky. And Tamara had clearly told Vicky something off camera that Vicky either didn't know or didn't care that she wasn't supposed to bring up. But rather than be mad at Tamara, and the Tamara's the one in the background of like, well, Heather said this. Well, Emily said this. Well, Emily, why did you say that? Well, Heather, why are you saying this if Shine doesn't like? Tamara's the one who's actually orchestrating everything. And rather than being mad at Tamara, she's choosing to be mad at everyone else who is just trying to cover their asses in Shannon's, I think, best favor, except for Gina. And I'm totally team Gina of like, because Shannon is, did say, CPS is going to take her kids. It's on camera. And that is an outright lie and a very offensive one at that. I don't I don't get that. I don't get that either because Gina is platforming this man who almost beat her to death. She said she was scared that she was going to die by his hands in court. Okay, my issue has nothing to do with Gina or her situation. The issue is regardless of what happened with Gina and whatever, what's his name, Matt? Mm -hmm. Whatever, regardless of what actually happened, what never was going to happen is that CPS was going to take the kids away from Gina. That was never going to happen. That was never on the table. That was never part of her, because this is about her drunk driving arrest. This has nothing to do with Matt and the abuse. It was her, like she was arrested for drunk driving. Shannon got her in touch with a lawyer and Shannon said CPS was about to come take her kids. That was never going to happen. And Shannon said that it was. So I am team Gina in that instance because Shannon literally just made up a lie. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, and I, it, I'm not saying that Shannon's evil. I'm not saying I hate her. I'm not saying she should die. I'm not saying she should go off the show. But like, Shannon did lie. No, I agree. She did lie. And she, I think she was drunk and just said shit because she hates Gina. I just don't well, think that's she what, really no. likes Gina. So I agree. Exactly. I think she just said that, that shit. But like, that's my whole thing is like, that's why I don't trust any of the relationships, especially in OC. But I mean, across the Housewives franchises, like, I do not think that Shannon is genuinely friends with Heather. Mostly because I don't think Heather would give Shannon the time of day. Not because I don't think Shannon is friends with Heather. I don't think Heather is friends with Shannon. Um, no, but that's exactly proving my point is that Shannon tries to be friends with these people and they don't want her friendship. Because if you were genuinely friends with people, you would share your nasty shit that happens with your spouse and they wouldn't bring it up on camera because they were actually your friend. Well, right. But then like Gina did share that stuff and then Shannon did what then Shannon said what she said. 
You know well, what I mean? Well, I think Shannon twists shit around and kind of em- like embellishes things to be nasty to Gina because that's exactly what Gina does to her. Or at least that's Shannon's perception of her. And honestly, that's what my perception of Gina is too because I think Gina is a victim that can't get out from under it. I mean, I think that Gina's overcoming that this season. I think Gina's having a really good season. I really like her this season. I thought that she's been like dead air mostly for her whole time there, but I'm actually enjoying her on the show this season. I love Emily on the season too. I love Emily too. And I think Emily and Shannon are friends. And that's why I still think that it was bullshit that Emily was talking shit. I don't think Emily was talking... Like, I think that's also... This is, like, Emily's perspective of the whole fight. Is, like, Shannon was like, you're talking shit. And Emily was like, but I literally wasn't talking shit. But then Shannon was like, but you said that there was something in my relationship or whatever. And Emily was like, yeah, I did because I can't say, like, what it actually is because you told me not to. So, like, Shannon's the one who's making it seem worse than it actually is by forbidding people to talk about it. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like if someone, like, I don't know, goes to the doctor because they have, like... I don't know. (laughs) Like they go to the doctor to, and they have diabetes, but then they don't want people to know they have diabetes. So they make it like, well, I went to the doctor and I got some really bad health news and I'm not well and I'm sick and I have this chronic illness, but don't tell anyone what it, but I'm not telling you what it is. People are going to assume that it's worse than fucking diabetes. Like I feel like it's, that's what's happening is that people are assuming she has cancer when she has diabetes because she's refusing to say what actually is happening on camera. That's my whole thing. Does that make sense? I guess. (laughs) Bottom line is I also hate Heather. So we can at least agree on that. I'm just putting this out there now that if I have friends that I bitch and moan to about and then you turn around and say any of that to anyone else, you're dead to me. (laughs) I don't care if we're on a show or not. Shut the fuck up about my secrets. That's it. And I am on Shannon's side. And if she gets drunk and lies, I don't care. So there. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. Everybody can disagree with my opinion, but it's still my opinion. That's no, my I opinion. Know. <laughs> I mean, I hate Tamara. I don't know why they brought her back. No, I don't either. She's just a, a yapping dog in the corner that needs to stop. If anybody has a drinking problem, it's her. And I don't understand how people go after Shannon for her drinking when Tamara's sitting there. Okay, I'm sorry, but I have to do, like... Another, why is Shannon talking about Travis's dick? First of all, who told Shannon that Travis has a small penis? Second of all, (laughs) why are you bringing that shit up to Gina? Like, why can't you just say, I don't remember saying that, but we were being filmed. So if it comes out that I did say that, I'm really sorry. I was probably drunk and just mad at you. Like, why do you say, well, Travis has a small dick, so there. Like, it's just so fucking weird. (laughs) Like, what did Travis do to you? Probably nothing, but I think that she just tries to get under Gina's skin because she can't get under her skin any other way. I know, but then Shannon can't get mad when other people try to get under her skin. Like, if Shannon's going to say Travis has a small dick, then Gina has every right to say, well, John is a complete fucking asshole, and I know that because you call me drunk and complain about it. No, those are two separate things. Why? Because, John, if I tell everybody you have a small dick, you can A, whip it out to prove you don't. B, it's it's unnecessary because half the people will believe it and half the people won't, and it doesn't matter anyway whether it's a fallacy or the truth. It's just... Fallacy. 
Uh, it's just it's just a stupid stupid comment that's meant as a jab and that's the end of it when you throw somebody's relationship under the bus that is a deeper thing than throwing some wildly untrue jab Come on, you can see the difference, Ballard. No, I really don't. Because no one was saying that, like, John is beating her or that it's a sham of a relationship. Tamara's the one saying it's a sham of a relationship, that he's not sleeping over. That's not Gina. That's what I'm saying is, like, that Shannon keeps these, like, low blows against everyone, but never the person that it deserves to be against. Like, I just, I don't like Shannon very much in general because I feel like she's so dumb. Like, how have you been doing house? wives this long and you still don't realize like whose side you should be on like that's my biggest problem is that Tamara is the one who is manipulating she everything wants to have genuine friendships and she wants to forget about the nasty stuff that happened before and she just wants to move on and be friends real friends did you buy Shannon's and the problem is, like Heather tincture? Is that why Shannon's you're like this? Anything. Is that why no. you're like this? Did she brainwash you? I haven't bought anything of <laughs> Shannon's. I just love Shannon and I understand Shannon and I feel like the rest of these people are here to do work and Shannon is there to have coworkers that are also friends. There are jobs that you have friends at, there are jobs you don't. That's it. And if you're trying to be a genuine friend, you can overlook other shit and you will send jabs at the people that are coming at you and coming at the people you think are your friends. Okay. I just, I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think anybody on any of these housewives show are genuine friends. Like, so but I just think I the think argument is weird. Shannon wants to be genuine friends with them. Okay. That's fair. Like, I, I just, if we had a whole season of everybody else talking in, you know, whispers and constantly bringing up the Heather Terry thing, I think that it wouldn't bother me as much. But they don't do that to her because they're afraid of her and because Heather will use her money and power to threaten them if they do try and do that. And Shannon's not that person. So she just has to deal with it the way she deals with things, which is drinking and flying off the handle. No, I get it. But, like, you're making it seem like Shannon's the only one who, like, anyone's, like, is under attack. I mean, like, all season we've been talking about Jen's boyfriend cheating on her and sending a dick pic. And... Uh, yeah, but Jen never said don't talk about it. She said I'm here to talk about it. I so mean, Gina has said she doesn't want to talk about her arrest and Shannon and... Uh, who was the other one that was in the car with Shannon? Jen? Was it Jen? Yeah, Jen brought it up. And Heather has said she doesn't want to talk about Terry and then... Tamara brings it up and brings up the paparazzi at Disney or whatever. I mean, the, my my issue here is actually not Shannon. It's that no one's fighting with Tamara and everyone should be fighting with Tamara. That's my biggest issue with this whole season. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I agree with that part. <laughs> is that like, I'm hating so many people and storylines and stuff. And like, it's because Tamara is such a fucking asshole, but no one will confront her about it. Right. Like, and that's Shannon my biggest problem. I think Shannon doesn't want to confront her once again because I think Shannon's like, I miss my genuine friend Tamara. I'm trying to still be genuine friends with Tamara. We made up and said we were going to move on and be genuine friends with Tamara. So I'm not going to bring the heat to Tamara. I'm going to bring it to these other three people who are still talking about me. Yes. Here's something where I will 100% be on you and Shannon's side here <laughs> is that I do think that Shannon believed that she and Tamara were best friends. 
Yeah, I know. And then Tamara and got Tamara fired. Doesn't believe that she's friends with anybody for right. real. Tamara right. got fired and was like, "That was me washing my hands of Shannon of everything." Right. And Agreed. like, and I do think that Shannon was actually hurt by that because yes, you're right. I. You can't watch this show and think that Shannon and Tamara are surface level friends. Like, but the difference is that you're right. Shannon treated Tamara like an actual friend, whereas Tamara never, even on the show, which makes me so crazy about Shannon, is it like, did you not watch the show? Because even when you were Biff's, like, Tamara was talking shit and setting you up and talking behind your back and all that. And then once she got fired, she fucking cut you off and talked shit about you on her bullshit, stupid ass podcast with Teddy the Pillowcase, who like, why is she, does she, she's just a wrinkled mess and that's it. Like, why is she around? And just didn't speak to you until she got back on the show. So why are you running back to her? Like, that's my whole issue. That's my, not my whole issue. That is my overarching issue with Shannon this season is that she's picking sides. And it's clear to me that she picked the wrong side. Because I don't think, I mean, I'm just saying the same shit over and over. I don't think Shannon sees it as picking sides. I think Shannon's just seeing it as I have genuine friends and I'm just trying to no, live that, that yes. life. <laughs> yes, no, you're right. Shannon is blinded by her actual years-long friendship with Tamara. Right, I agree with that. But I'm just saying, like, I think Shannon just wants to have genuine friends with these people and I don't think they see it that way and she doesn't know that and I don't think watching it is going to tell her that either and I don't think as much as you tell her that because she just genuinely likes Tamara she genuinely wants to be friends with her even though she does shitty things to her like so we agree Shannon's dumb she's just so stupid (laughs) it's, it's not a stupidity thing like I'm I've definitely been friends with people way longer than I should have and they treated me like absolute garbage. Name names. <laughs> no, but I do th- there we go. Th- th- so we can end on a good note here because we do <laughs> both agree that Tamara is the devil and she is oh, the yeah. reason that this show is ba- I think all the reasons that I don't like this show this year are the reasons I didn't like it when Tamara used to be on. Like my enjoyment of this particular season has nothing to do with Tamara being back. It has to do mostly with Emily finally, like, I don't know, clicking for me, I think. And I've Jean- always liked Emily. I really like Emily. I've always liked her, but like not where I would have said, like, I I need her to stick around. You know, like I enjoy her while she's there, but if she had been recast, I'd have been like, oh, okay, great, whatever. Um, but like, I think she actually is a good housewife this season. Like she came to work. I think Gina came to work this year. I like that Jen is not just falling completely for Tamara's bullshit. She's pushing back. Um, and and I think actually that Jen is a really good housewife addition. I do too. Like, I don't like her. There's not like a likable thing about her, but I just mean she's a good housewife. Like she takes everything in. She doesn't like go to the extreme when she's getting attacked. And she also like seems really measured and I hate Ryan. So I really like that he goes away and she finds someone better. But like, I like her for the show and I don't want her to go anywhere. Yeah. I like that she, that she knows her boyfriend's a scumbag, but she's still right. sticking up for him in front of the other girls. But then in her confession, right. it's like, yeah, he really fucking sucks. But like we're together and I chose that, but I'm not going to tell the girls that like, 
I I enjoy that. Like that is real to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I like that. I like that she is always like even like that she's aware of. I thought I made up with Tamara, but she's like digging at me a little bit without like coming at me, but I can feel it. So I'm right. going to save this for later. And then like it keeps getting like more and more of those types of situations are happening to the point where she's now like, hmm, maybe Tamara is an asshole and does <laughs> not actually ever been my friend. Maybe she's the problem. Like Done ever I, been. Like I, is that what I said? Yes. Where did that come from? Like that was I the Trenton know. in me that just emerged. <laughs> um, yeah, that like I, I, someone needs to go toe to toe with Tamara for real. And if it's going to be the new girl, I hope that's where the season ends is with like a knockdown drag out hair pulling fight between the two of them. I'd be down for that. Yeah, I mean, my thing with Tamara is I wish she wouldn't engage in the Shannon shit. And I wish she would actually just be a friend to, to Shannon because I think that if she wasn't going after her and utilizing all this other chit-chat from the other girls to activate Shannon, I think that's what I was trying to describe before. I think if she just left that alone, Shannon wouldn't get so upset. But I think she, like, hypes her up, especially at that lunch with Vicky. You know, Vicky and Tamara are little, like, hype girls to her that, like, every time she starts getting upset, they're like, oh, she's starting. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. Dorinda. And they start activating her, and then she's like, you know, she freaks out because she's just, like, at the end of a rope. So I think if Tamara only stuck to going after Jen, going after Gina, going after Emily or whatever, for whatever issue, it doesn't even matter, I think I would be fine with Tamara staying. But the fact that Tamara came in as, like, a crying hot mess, and she was mean to Shannon... Then she forgave her. Then she was mean again. And then she cried and said, I'm sorry. And then she did it again. And then she's like, well, it's everybody else's fault. Like, she just, like, can't stop herself. Yeah. 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 And, like, contrary to what you may believe based on the 20 minutes we spent yelling about it, I don't actually like Heather (laughs) at all or on the show. Like, I... I started the season and I was like, oh, Heather's not terrible. No, I hate Heather. And then she just got, like... She, first of all, she's not a good enough actress for the role that she has cast herself on this show as. You know who we haven't mentioned? Taylor. Because they are wasting her. What the hell? I They are. They First of all, they keep cutting her out of scenes. She's literally sitting at the table and they're not. She's, I, is she just a mannequin? Like, I don't understand. Is she not talking so they're not filming her? Or are they cutting her out? Because, like, I like Taylor, and I think she could bring a lot to this show. And But I don't understand what she's doing there, because on this last episode, I think, like, I heard a peep out of her mouth, and that was it. Yeah, and it was her party. Right. Like, and I don't know if it's because, as a, quote, friend of, like, if she's too far removed from a lot, like, like she's not friends. Okay, she's new as a friend of. So she's not going to be in, like, the circle of Shannon talking to or getting drunk and calling. She's not going to be in on Heather's team because she doesn't fucking know Heather and they had that fight about IMDB in the beginning of the season. Like, the only people that she's, like, genuinely connected to are the new girl, Jen, and I guess, like, Tamara? And then she can, like, maybe be forming these, like, superficial uh, relationships with the other girls, but, like, she's just not in it enough that I think she's getting pushed to the side, but... I thought her fight with Heather in the first part of the season was fucking hysterical. 
I agree. I thought that was really funny. And, like, that's the kind of stuff we want to see, not this weird underhanded stuff. Like, that whole scene when she invited Heather over with the acting coach and Heather had to be like, oh, yes, I saw you in Pretty Woman on Broadway. And Taylor's like, what? No, you're a liar. Like, that shit is so funny. And then, like, that that is setting up, like, Heather to be taken down a notch because she thinks she's above this, like, independent film thing. And also sets it up to be like, hey, Heather, guess what? Being an actress isn't fucking real. It's a fake job. Anybody can do it. Like... I think that that's hysterical. And I just, I thought the whole fight while they're like surrounded by dead animals in 10 gallon cowboy hats, I mean like, well, I looked up your IMD. Well, I didn't look up yours because it doesn't exist. Like that was just so insane. And like going back to New York, that's the petty shit that I live for. Like you're arguing over people's IMDB credits. That's funny. Not cheese. Not cheese. Right. Right. Not cheese and not brown avocado and oatmeal. IMDB. Sprinkle cookies over on Jersey. That is fun, right. petty drama. Um, and I thought that Taylor had a great season on Ultimate Girls Trip. And I feel like that's why they hired her for OC. But, like, they're just wasting her. Like, I agree. I, I, I don't know if it's that, like, maybe they brought on her and Jen. And because Jen has the dick pic boyfriend that she kind of had more story to tell. I don't know. Wait, Jen is a friend of? No, no, no. I feel like they, like, that they both oh, were maybe oh, they hired. they just were new at the same time. I yes. And, like, because this happens sometimes, like, last season of Salt Lake City, speaking of that, the two Angies, I feel like the reason they brought them both in as friends was they were going, to, like, there was maybe one full-time slot left to fill in for Mary, and only one of them was going to get it, and neither of them brought anything, so neither of them got it. Like, I wonder if that's what they were doing with Jen and Taylor, where it's like, we have one open slot, so we're going to bring you both on you're both friends of and then one of you is going to get promoted and get more screen time or however they work things out um because yeah taylor's just not there enough and i love her she is a fucking icon like some of the most memorable moments in housewives history are taylor on beverly hills right enough enough the cat meme (laughs) eating the cotton candy now we've said it by camille that is all about taylor Right. And I want her to be in the mix more because I also find her very entertaining, even when she's just existing. Yeah, I mean, I like Taylor, so I just find it odd that they don't let her speak. Yeah, but going back to like, so Heather, I don't think that she is like, I, I was entertained by her at the beginning because she does have this kind of like, she's very OC, like with the money and the errors that she puts on and being married to a plastic surgeon who has millions of dollars like she is definitely playing a part i just don't think she's good enough at playing that part to be fully interesting and for me to invest in her like i do i find her too cold like i can tell that she is acting all the time on the show yeah i feel like she tries to be luann but she doesn't have the charisma oh absolutely like luann is batshit crazy and that's why she works and heather i think is too scared to be batshit crazy right exactly She's too buttoned up. Yes. So she's just coming off as an asshole. Yes. And then you want to talk coming off as an asshole with that episode where they sold the house for $55 million. Like, how how much more unrelatable could you be? Do you know, like... <laughs> and then you wanted everybody to come to that dinner in Mexico and just celebrate you getting $55 million. Oh my I'd be God. like, you can suck my dick. Oh, my God. And then Terry was the worst in that. Just being like, G6. Ew. Fuck you. 
so terrible. Like I, I that was the moment where I was like, oh no, no, <laughs> you're not for me. Um, so like I get why Heather's there and why they brought her back, but like she's not it for me. She's just not it for me. Yeah, I feel like they're trying to get her over to Beverly Hills anyway, though, because that's where they're moving. So I think she'll be the lowest peg on that show, and that's why it would be good. I mean, I guess that's true. Like, Sutton's wealth could bury her wealth. <laughs> that. Um, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I do. just feel, and Garcelle's look could just set Heather back a peg. Agreed, agreed. Do you know what um, I'm saying? Like, I think those ladies could handle her shit and be like, you're not going to talk to us like that here. So you can go yeah. back <laughs> to your $55 million mansion and then you can, you know, talk to me again later. I mean, well, especially now, like, can you imagine her on a season with Kyle? Like, as Kyle is going through all the rumors of cheating, uh, Mauricio cheating and her cheating. And then to be like, she'd be like, no, if we're talking about my marriage, bitch, we're talking about yours. Like, Oh, right. There would be none of that, like, I'm too much above you for you to talk about my relationship or, like, I will threaten you. Kyle will be like, um, you, wh- what are you going to threaten me with? I could buy and sell you. Right. Um, so I do think I mean. that would like, be entertaining. I think but... it would be fun because she would be the lowest rung, whereas on the OC, she's almost so far above everybody on there. That's how she acts. And so it's just, it's it's jarring. I agree. And I, but okay, I didn't watch OC back when Heather was like, or back when she was on it originally. Um, because I do feel like OC has like taken a nosedive in like, not quality overall, but like, wealth status of the people like wasn't yeah, the whole beginning of Gina well, it was no that's like that whole season of like that season where they first came on and then they had that weirdo who was in the cult who came on and like yeah the fact that like I thought that Gina and Emily were, were going to be a one and done and that would have been not like I like them but like I would have understood if that had happened but like Tamara has money but not the kind of money that I feel like the show used to be about no, Tamara has way less money than she makes it out to be. I mean, of course, if she had the kind of money she pretends she does, they wouldn't have had to close the gym. They could have just kept funneling money. Because into it was it. Simon who had the money. Oh, okay. Okay. They used to be way richer. Okay, she that did makes sense. Because she was with Simon. That makes sense. But like, I don't know. Eddie um, doesn't have shit. Eddie is riding the gravy train until there is no more gravy and then he's gonna dump her ass i mean if we're gonna talk shit about anybody's husband can we go back to talking shit about eddie for sure because they're gross there's okay going back to the beginning of the season this episode's gonna be three hours long buckle up um like the first episode (laughs) the first scene tamra's riding that fucking motorcycle and she gets out and like the first thing they do is talk about like hey don't i look hot in this want to fuck me in the kitchen while my mom's fucking underneath our bathroom window like i know i it was so gross can you talk like so noticeably that i was like wow do they have literally anything else to talk about that's but that's just who they are is it like they just go immediately for shock factor i feel like and Eddie just has zero personality. He's so smarmy and gross. And, and I, I just like... I feel like it's because his actual personality was made fun of for seeming gay. Oh, 100%. So, so now he like has zero personality when he's on yeah, camera. Yeah, he used to be really outgoing and yeah. really like fun. 
And that's, I think, what Tamara gets probably in private. And that's mm-hmm. why she's still with him. But I feel like on the show, he completely 180 because people like, you know, said nasty stuff about him online. And right. Like, oh, my God, a man that like has a personality and doesn't just sit around and drink beer and scream at me. Gay. Gotta be gay. <laughs> Straight guys aren't nice. Straight guys right. aren't funny. He's gay. I mean, I don't even know if he's nice. He's like, there's something shifty about him bubbling under the surface that I just get the ick from him, but I I don't know. (laughs) All right. Let's wrap up before we both die of dehydration. Any final wrap up thoughts on the housewives universe, which is like going real strong at the moment. I'm excited for Potomac whenever the fuck that comes back. Oh yeah, me too. Um, I'm not looking forward I to Beverly can't Hills. I for Potomac to come back. And I don't want Jersey since both Melissa and Teresa are on. I thought for sure this would be finally the year we got mm, rid of same. Melissa, but Yeah, I'm I'm so and I'm also not looking forward to that. I've also seen that like they I were filming at that damn trip. softball thing again. They like they were already they already had the softball thing and they were filming yeah, at like, it again. Can we not I'm make done. that a redo every single season? Yeah, I'm done. I'm over it. Okay, so I'm sorry I missed what you said. Oh, Ultimate Girls Trip. Yeah, the the New York one, Legacy Girls Trip, is coming in December apparently to Peacock. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, they're skipping over the the Morocco one, um, and they're doing the Legacy trip uh, first. And I, I wonder Why? if it's. I I think it's because of how well received the Luann and Sonia show was. Oh my god! Because that was the best show on the face of the planet. It really was. And why they only ordered eight episodes? Like, even they're a half an hour. Like order fifteen. Which is so weird because <laughs> yeah, because they followed them around like they were actually living and breathing and doing shit in this town. Like for months. Oh, right, but that's what I'm saying. Like when they live their lives and they film them in New York, they're like. They filmed them for like a couple months, but they have so much footage like of them because they're just following them for so long and they're in their own houses. So they're not doing much. But like, I feel like this was a jam packed schedule for like four months straight and they could have had way more footage that they showed us. And you can't tell me that every piece of footage isn't usable because those bitches I, give it every moment of every day. Give me a 20 minute full episode of them just com- of them like forgetting that they didn't put their seatbelt on and yelling at like, why is the car beeping? It's like, oh, right. Oh, right. Oh, right. <laughs> or like talking about how their vaginas are sweaty or like whatever they were talking like i give me an entire episode of sonia trying to find her glasses in that pigsty of a room i don't care but like yeah i mean i I think that's why they're doing it is one because that show was so overseas and also because there's so much chatter at the moment on social media about the reboot of new york housewives that that i think they wanted to capitalize on both of those things so that's coming in december according to peacock a couple of maybe a few weeks ago. And then Marrakesh is next month or next year. That was the one where Caroline and Brandy apparently fight. I just feel like we need to scrap that and bring a new one. I mean, I think that that's, that seems to be kind of like, like not that they're going to scrap it completely, but that like they know that they have issues with that season. So they need to take their time of either, I don't know, like figuring out what to do with it or maybe trying to get rid of it altogether. I don't know. (laughs) Go get rid of Girls Trip. It's my favorite. No, like that season. Housewives. Oh, okay. 
Um, yeah, so we have Potomac coming up. Beverly Hills should be coming soon, too, even though I don't care. Um, but, okay, so Atlanta's over this week. New York is ending soon because Married to Medicine is coming back with Phaedra, who is not oh, yeah, medicine or married to it. Um, <laughs> and then I think OC, they just filmed the reunion, so that's going to be ending soon. And Salt Lake just started. So we'll, I assume we will get... Potomac Potomac has to be next, right? Like I feel like that's been off the air forever. I would think so. Um although do, me, doesn't Beverly Hills usually start around November? I don't know. Um but I would assume that we get one of them on Wednesday and maybe Potomac is going to lead into Married to Medicine soon. I don't know. What about Miami? Oh yeah, that's coming to Bravo now. They they're moving that. Um that usually is in December. Okay. The past couple seasons have been in December. Um, but then that season that was on Peacock is just airing right now on Bravo. I know. So maybe they'll wait until like next summer to air the fully new season. Well, that would be really dumb. And also, I like it on Peacock better because they don't censor them. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Anything else you want to talk about or mention or... Well, Vanderpump is going to be coming back, too. And I'm not so excited about that since everyone's just back to me and friends with Tom and everybody's just like, oh, well. Gross. Forgetsies. Gross. I know. Um, and apparently there's like some other spinoff show with Jackson and Brittany and. I, yeah, I did see that. Kristen and whatever. And I'm just like, I. I I don't know if I need that in my life. I mean, I'll watch it, duh, but. Same. All right. I don't know. I think that's about it. Oh, wait. When is Top Chef coming out? Oh, I don't know. Okay. I, I feel like that just ended. Anything. No, that just it ended. It did, but I know that they added Kristen, and I know that they've already, I thought they were already filming, so. Yeah, they might have. Um, I would imagine probably like March. That's usual. Oh, it's usually okay. in the spring. Okay. Um, yeah, and then Southern Charm is coming back this week also. Oh, and I don't watch that. I tried to get through the first season like six different times. Yeah, same. I couldn't get into it until Thomas Ravenel left. That's when I started actually getting into it. But it's not good at all. Don't start. Like, there's no reason for you to try to catch up on it. It's terrible. All right. Do you want to plug anything? Your handles? No. Okay. <laughs> no one cares All about right. me, so it's I'll, fine. Thank you if you listen to this whole thing. You are a trooper, and I will give you a sticker if you ask for it. Because you <laughs> deserve it for listening yeah, to this. especially if you made through our fight. Oh, no, I'm cutting the fight out. Don't worry. Because <laughs> it didn't make any sense. We were legit screaming, so it's probably just going to be feedback anyway. Okay. <laughs> All right, that does it. I'll be back at some point talking about something. I don't know what. Have a good week, everyone. Bye. Sounds great. Bye. (laughs)